wish our life. Yeah, with deaths were alive now, free. Hey guys, and welcome to Word on the Streets with Anur and Saleh. That's right. He's Anur. Yep. And I'm Saleh. Mm-hmm. A podcast based on the ramblings of a few friends. Based on or yeah, not completely. Not completely. You know? We've got a brand new one for you today, so be sure to stay tuned. You heard? Yeah. So really, um, our first sort of introductory topic yeah. is the importance of having a voice. Or just really having a voice and that's kind of a, a real inspiration behind this podcast what do you mean by having a voice what yeah so just getting into that like in a world where everyone has a platform to speak now thanks to social media mm-hmm. and just being connected generally more than in generations before um, mm-hmm. having a voice is important because it enables you to or just having these platforms really allow anyone to join the discussion and as a result of that every opinion is, is really valid you know we, we used to have times when society was dictated by you know the, the gatekeeper so to speak the guys who could print yeah the exactly. guys who could write and publish yeah yeah now we have platforms like this where we can exactly actually voice out whether it's simple topics simple opinions about everyday topics to kind of go deeper and delve into more thoughtful would i say analysis or or just views on different yeah. issues around the world yeah like i'm talking about like right now ufc because that's what's kind of popular yeah definitely UFC, and then UFC, yeah. we talk about like manu literally just winning all the way to things like your do you think coronavirus is a is a conspiracy, <laughs> it's a conspiracy. <laughs> yeah man yeah hashtag china <laughs> <laughs> but yeah man well basically a, a whole a whole bunch of topics yeah and definitely this um podcast is again inspired by having a voice and we also want to inspire people as well to know that your voice is never insignificant yeah you know whenever you do feel like speaking speak up your opinion is always valid yeah. and it's it's the reason why we really wanted to do this because we felt like we had some topics to talk about and you know sometimes you might think of you know we're just guys and we're just a small a small piece in the world but at the end of the day our opinions matter too and we would love to have discussions with um with, with all, all of you yeah. definitely with everyone so again welcome to the word on the streets podcast whoop, whoop. yeah so i think now we'll just introduce ourselves a bit more um, I don't know if I should kick off with Sally kicks off. Let's, let's start with where the word on the streets come from. Uh, we are allowed to mention where that comes from. Yeah, well, we don't need to go deep. We, we, can, redact, deep. we can redact a few, a few lines <laughs> in the dossier. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, wow, I like how you set me up, guys. <laughs> word on the streets basically is from, you know, when, when you and your friends have conversations. Yeah. Basically, that's where it started from. Our we have a converse, we have chats with our friends and then literally we talk about serious things or mundane things or things that are trending and basically we just sat down with Anu one day and said yo let's 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 try and bring this um to other people people yeah. that are not 
there when we're having our chats or having our conversations yeah. and that's basically where this all started from and we imagine that this happens in also your social circles exactly as well, you know so it's not something that's unfamiliar yeah. it's just that now we're sort of expanding our thoughts as you said to other people just beyond our immediate network of of people on the streets so exactly to speak. Yeah, exactly you know? because streets nobody saying our street streets so. yeah but then as you know the <laughs> online streets you know yeah exactly. online is a very i said the online the <laughs> internet is a very very big place yeah of course so of course all right so i think now we'll just get into the introductory parts of who exactly we are yeah um so first of all i, I think i would start with saying that i and sally we went to the same secondary school mm-hmm. and the friends that we mentioned are also our secondary school which school did you go to we went to alamin alamin international school in mina mm-hmm. um yeah we spent quite a lot of time there you just want to just want to assess the year yeah. so definitely we got to know each other quite well yeah along with our our mates as well yeah and um we've been able to keep a very good relationship and a very good connection tell them we both years. studied architecture but in different schools yeah that, well that's a bit moving forward but yeah, yeah moving forward, definitely moving definitely and um then, so yeah we definitely both studied architecture um sally was i don't think you were inclined to architecture initially yeah, now, Sha, no, initially, initially I was, you were, but then yeah. now... I remember in, in Alamin, you never really spoke about architecture like that. Like, no, no, I knew I was going to do okay. architecture right from day one. Why yeah. do you think I was always stuck with TD? Uh, fair enough. I, I always thought too, that right? I needed maths, yeah. physics, and TD, and TD for, yeah. to, to do architecture. Yeah. Then when we got to A-levels, they were telling me, you're going to do photography, yeah. fine art, and... That's why I did an art and design foundation as well. Bam. Yeah. That's why I went back to an art and design yeah, foundation. Yeah, yeah. I feel you were in Bellabies. I was in Bellabies, yeah. yeah. Bellabies, Oxford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, even in terms of our Elamin story as well, and Sally particularly, we got into music quite early. It's true. And music was really our... Aside from our architectural it's like an endeavors. Yeah, yeah, creative outlets. Yeah. I think that was our first creative outlet. Yeah. I remember when Sally used to make beats on like the piano, she, the keyboard, and all that. So yeah, yeah, I think that's where our own relationship started yeah, between me and Sally. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. it comes to the music front, like I would, um, I would still, <laughs> I would go and steal the music room key from yeah. the staff room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we used to record and songs it, on the phone, yeah. like, using the phone mic, and we had smuggled phone. Yeah, we had like. Rap beefs as well. Yeah, man. <laughs> shout out A3, man. Yeah. A3 used to come. He was co-producer. Yeah. Even guys. since GS3, I remember we used to do the... When them Ogba and those guys used to, exactly. used to do the beats on, on the, the tables on the and tables. stuff. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, like, we have a very huge musical background. And I think... We have a creative... Yeah, you know? a creative background, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another sort of unifying factor between myself and Sally... Mm-hmm. Is that we both have um, mothers who are not Nigerian? Yeah. So technically speaking, we're both mixed. We're, bo- um, we're both. We're both. Would I quote unquote not to? People don't think this is a derogatory term, but then half yeah. caste. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. I yeah, suppose. Man. Yeah. Um, but yeah. We're both. We're both half caste. Um, Anu's mom is from. From Ukraine. Yep. Yeah. Anu's mom is from Ukraine. Shout out Anu's mom. Yeah. Mom shout out Mom. My mom is from the Philippines. She, <laughs> <laughs> she's Filipino. Yo, yeah. man, the accents are funny. Yeah, yeah, big up, mom. Big up, mom. How, how long has your mom been in Niger? Mom has been in Niger since ninety five. Ah, so she still had 
a substantial amount of her adult life in yeah no not really that much mom came here quite young to okay, be honest yeah okay. she came here quite young like right after uni okay uh my yeah. my mom my mom's been here with us since 73 okay uh, so that means 73 that's when yeah came. quite earlier <laughs> yeah man she has been well before i was born of course yeah of course of course you are in sokoto kano Kaduna, mm. lagos but yeah but yeah that's our basic background anyway you'll learn more about us as I guess as we decide to reveal yeah, more. Yeah, as we decide to reveal more and get uh, more comfortable with all this. Yeah. But there was a topic that Sally proposed, which was just the, the mixed experience. How is it, How is it growing up mixed? Yeah, and for me, it's always been a, a situation where I've never really known my position, so to speak. Yeah. Because, you know, over Sorry, here... Sorry, please expand. Yeah, no, definitely. I'm that. going to expand on that, yeah. But what I mean by that is, of course, having two nationalities... Mm-hmm. And being mixed in the sense that I don't traditionally look black or Nigerian, mm-hmm. but out in Ukraine as well, I don't traditionally don't look, look white. Exactly. Yeah. Or European. Or European, exactly. So it's it's tricky navigating. Oh, it was tricky navigating. I want to ask you something. Growing up. Yeah. How was it? How did you first realize that you are not, that, yeah, yeah you are not, yeah the same typical. it was primary yeah. school yeah it was primary what school class as early as primary one yeah me too mine was yeah. primary one as also. early as because i think i didn't think days. about in nursery yeah, school. yeah yeah it didn't clock but yeah. i remember primary one entering the class and just looking all around and everyone was just staring at me yeah and that's kind of how my life has transitioned throughout everywhere I go. everywhere you go back yeah everywhere <laughs> i go someone is staring in in nigeria at least Someone is looking like yeah. Someone is looking like you shouldn't be here, or why are you here? Yeah. Or, or maybe that's me, um, sort of an over analyzing what they are thinking. But actually, it's like yeah. I have the same thoughts. You know, okay, for me, I have subconsciously I've come to realize this now. But, yeah. but then, over the years, I've subconsciously tried to hide it by always trying to dress as a house guy. Yeah. Which is something I could never do. But then that, for me, it kind of still reinforces it. Because yeah. they see, and then they are not sure now, okay, your house are okay, but maybe you are Fulani. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not even Fulani fam. I'm actually Hausa. Yeah. And then, but you look like, and then it now goes back to the, even in the Arewa, I cannot even yeah. join one. Even join. Yeah. Some people will say Chad. Some people will say Fulani. Some people, Hausa, okay. Yeah. And you know, for me, I think you kind of, yeah, kind of have, an advantage in terms of the language because you speak your home's language. Yeah, I speak Russian and, yeah. and I speak a bit of Ukrainian as well. For me, I cannot, I cannot even pick up the Hausa. Yeah. The Hausa for me, at least I can speak no, Hausa. but you speak you Hausa way better than I do. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. At least for me, you can't, yeah. you can't sell me in market. <laughs> yeah. That kind of <laughs> stuff. A, you can't lose me in yeah. market. But Definitely. then, if I go back to Kebina now where I'm from and mm. then they, they just give me a simple sentence yeah. I'm, I'm confused you're, you're confused fully yeah yeah you know even me as well i always being from borno because my dad was from borno mm. and I'm Bruno. um there's a place called bill mm. yeah there's a local government okay. called bill but like i always it's easier for me to get out of those discussions because when people ask where i'm from i say borno and at first they're like oh what? how you cannot be from borno yeah then they now clock that oh there's the Chad guys, the Kanuri yeah. guys that technically look like me to a certain degree. Yeah. And then they just ask, Oh, so are you from this place? You and just I just say join. and I just say, Yeah, 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 I am. And then the conversation just it shifts. It, it shifts, yeah. I, I escaped that 
because it always feels like I'm being interrogated, like even from a young age. And, yeah. and I hate people being too inquisitive too fast. Like, yeah, don't just look at me and start, you know, I understand that. Like you can ask questions. Yeah, and yeah. it makes me, again, it adds to that feeling that you, you have identified that I am different. Mm. Why am I so different to you? And I don't like standing out as well. Like, it's not in my character to want attention as well. Yeah. So, it's it's a bit, you know, it's been a bit tricky, definitely, navigating it. How How would you say being a mixed race has been in the UK? And abroad, actually, because yeah. you've been, you've schooled in the UK. Yeah. You've schooled in, in Dubai. Yeah, so how has it been in yeah. both? Because me, I only have the experience of, of the UK. Yeah. And that is like, that's typically for me, I didn't experience it that much. Yeah. But then the few times I did, I've heard comments like, go back home. Yeah. And do you fancy a banana? Oh, wow. Yeah, really? man. In yeah. the UK? Yeah, yeah. Guy oh, behind my house near Tesco. Yeah. I'm not even fucking around. There's a pub there. Nah, I never dealt with that, honestly. And then, but in school, I was lucky because, okay, in Cambridge, I did A-levels. Yeah. There were a lot of uh, Russians, there were a lot of Asians, mm. there were a lot of Malay, Chinese. So there was a good mix of us. The Africans were in the minorities. Yeah. Like, then I went to Leicester, where it was the other way around. The Asians from India, China, mm. they were, okay, I know even China, but they're more like India, Pakistan, and then you have the Africans from Kenya, a whole yeah. lot of brown people. Yeah, of course. So I feel like aesthetically, I kind of mixed in mm. until you dig deeper. Yeah. And then they're like, yo, where are you from? And then I'm like, I'm from Nigeria. And then the Indian guy, yeah. that's, he still has a thick Indian accent, <laughs> but he kind of grew up in Birmingham. Yeah, so he He's has now that. telling you, oh, so you're fleshy, innit? <laughs> oh, you oh, 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 man. Yeah. And you're like, fam, I can't win anywhere. So how was it like, let's say Dubai? Um, Actually, the similarities between Dubai and the UK is that Dubai, again, is made up of and a, a large expatriate crowd yeah so it's like the whole world in one little tiny place yeah, yeah. you know you meet po- little pockets of you know the you have of obviously the emiratis the arabs who are traditionally home there you have the europeans by europeans people from spain from italy from the uk from france you have um even the russians as well mm. from them the of them kazakhstan people mm-hmm. uzbekistan people you know, there's so many, there are definitely so many people. It's a mixing pot. Yeah. Well, of course, the majority was the Indians, Yeah. frankly speaking. They had settled there for a long time. And, and next to the Arabs, after the Emiratis, mm-hmm. the, the Dubai was really home to the Indians. Yeah. Yeah, they had generations established there. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, and also the Pakistanis as well were quite um, dominant there. And who else? Filipinos as well. Yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. Filipinos are the ones that are really keeping that place alive. Yeah, yeah when it comes to just the hospitality sector yeah, and things like of that nature. Yeah, the service industry. Yeah, but as a student, I never really faced any um, questioning about necessarily where I was from. Because Ex- we were already mixed. Yeah, because we were already mixed. The mm. only questioning I really faced was from other Nigerians themselves. That is actually yeah. what I'm trying to draw to, so please continue. No, but as in, it wasn't really that well, big of a deal. What kind of deal. questions did they ask? Well, just initial questions, like, 
oh we didn't we didn't think you were nigerian and all that you know it's that initial thing when guys see you speaking like broken for example and, yeah. and they can't process it. and they can't process yeah, it, they, and then they're like yo what yeah they can't understand it and then man has to now give the same background but again yeah, because like we were a bit of a tighter crowd i don't have to explain to everybody like what just travels around yeah, yeah, and, yeah and that's pretty much it in the uk it was never an issue, mm. honestly speaking. Like, I don't think I ever got asked where I was from in mm. the UK. Like, I felt so at home mm. in the UK when it came to that because I, I just blended in. Like, yeah. there are people that look like me everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was never, like, this unicorn in an odd place. Like, yeah. like, I am here to a certain degree. So, coming back to Nigeria, now, yeah. I want to ask, because, like, me personally, sometimes I have, like, this, like, like if I'm meeting somebody new... Yeah. And I know that, okay, let's say, for example, okay, let me put it like this. I have, like, this small script I already have after mm. years and years and years of explaining yeah. <laughs> who I am. Yeah. That I meet somebody new and then like, oh, yeah, I'm from this place, blah, blah, blah. blah. But you don't look like, boom, mm. that, pro- that prompt, yeah, yeah. that that was just prompt. You don't look like we just prompt yeah. that script to come out like, yeah. I'm from this place, my mom is this, blah, 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 yeah. blah, 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 blah. Next, can we move on? Well, yeah. like, uh-huh. Do you have that kind of... It's the same thing, really. I mean, it's a default response. When they ask, you just have to answer it as it is. Mm. You know, and it's it's easier to just say, oh, but my mom is from somewhere else. Yeah. And it sort of just kills the whole curiosity. Okay, I understand. Mm. Like, they just tend to understand very briefly. Yeah. But me, my problem is not really the questioning. My problem is the perception. Perception yeah. of it. But... I remember even when I went to camp last mm. year. Yeah. Um, th- we were lots of people in camp, obviously. Of course. But people were coming to me. Okay, the first instance that really rocked me in camp was soldiers mm-hmm. were coming to me to... to ask me for favors. <laughs> Can you believe that I had like an escort in camp? <laughs> like three soldiers in camp were escorting me. And it goes back to what I was about to say. Mm-hmm. People see me and associate me with prosperity Already or money there. for some reason. Yeah, you I'm because from? yeah, just because of how I look like. And, yeah. and it's a lot of pressure on me. And it's, it's why I don't like going to like the markets, for example. Mm-hmm. It's why I don't like going to, to very public places. Mm-hmm. or um, Even with women sometimes, meeting mm-hmm. the average Nigerian babe that isn't as well exposed, maybe. Mm. you know she just tends to evaluate that oh you look like this so yeah so probably so, yeah, yeah so probably you have this and yeah. all that um lots of people think that i'm able to you can do things i for can them. do things for them even in camp aside from those soldiers that i was saying someone literally a guy literally came to me and told me oh i want to be your friend <laughs> now fam do you know how many times that's happened in my life that someone has come to me and told me I want just, to be your friend. Just by just, and it's obvious that the only reason why they want to do that is because they've looked at me and they have a perception of me. Yeah. Because they haven't had any conversation with me. Yeah. They don't know what my character is like. They don't mm. know if indeed I can help them or not. But they've made that assumption that I can. Already. Yeah. And for me, that's the real. It's like the bane of my existence in mm. Nige. There's no way I can go to. There's no way I can go to mm. that. I don't seem to attract. Some sort of question yeah just some sort of question and some sort of and of course you know in night we have a very high level of poverty unfortunately yeah and when for example like i'm on the road i'm driving Mm. and if someone should spot me those guys that are you know washing the window washing the windscreen already down or selling something i can have like seven guys four or five guys around my car because they think you're another white dude exactly and yeah that's 
that's really the biggest problem I've had because I don't like the attention, mm. but because of what I am, I get the attention whether I like it or not. Yeah, yeah. So I, I tend to, and I think it's kind of. How does that affect you, babes? How do how does it, because I, we've had this conversation yeah. privately before. Yeah. Like being mixed and then talking to a new babe and then yeah. you're having conversations like oh, like what's your own take on that? It depends on the type of babe. But one thing I can say is that, like, the average Nige babe, when I meet them, the immediate perception I get from them is that they don't technically like me. Mm-hmm. They like what they think. Shiny new object effect. Yeah, it's a, like a shiny type of object type of thing. Yeah. Or they want to be able to have me as this trinket that they can tell their friends, oh, that have, oh, yeah, oh, look you what know, I found. Look, yeah, that type of situation. Yeah, yeah. And uh, because of that, like, I've had a bit of a... I wouldn't say like the trust issue type of people. But like there's I'm a very... certain level of commitment that yeah is, 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 is towering. Yeah, basically, I'm very wary of when people show when women show interest. Yeah, because like, and that's why like when before I even date women, it takes me a lot of time, mm. and this has been established from yeah you know from growing up because I actually need to verify that it's not just what you are looking at that you're attracted to, and it's not just what you think. I am that you're attracted to because again that's kind of a problem that we have even even as men and women like yeah. we see someone and we already have this perception of their image mm-hmm. and when they don't meet when they don't meet up to expectations yeah. it's like what's the point exactly. why am I with you why exactly. did I waste my time and yeah. then they start resenting you yeah so with yeah. women really that's or with Nigerian women anyways mm. that's sort of been have you had any experiences with foreign like Honestly, I've, I've not had many. You know, I've not like had that. many, to be honest. I had a few, but one thing I realized is, I I like black women more. Tbh. Yeah, like, I was never really able to. Like, as in, sorry, sorry. Let me clarify. Yeah. You like black women as the African women, or you like dark skin? I like dark skin women more. Like, I'm more of a dark skin woman person, to be honest. Like, yeah. and when I say dark, I don't necessarily mean like uh, there's no discrimination for me. Not like light skin, dark skin. Yeah, like. not like Lupita, but then like. No, even a Lupita is cool to me. Like, no, yeah, but then you're not saying it has to be. Yeah, Lupita, exactly. I'm but not then, saying it has to be. As long as she has some yeah, as long chocolate as she has some milk. level, do you get where I'm coming exactly, from? Yeah, like, exactly. But even in terms of there has to be some melanin. Yeah, effect, there and, has to be that. But even in terms of like the the cultural similarities as yeah, well yeah. you know like i remember dealing with like indian a few i dealt with like maybe one or two indian women nothing serious anyways. how was it like i mean it was interesting but yeah, they, yeah, they spiced up your life <laughs> yeah. yeah it was interesting like it was more of a learning experience for me yeah. but i never ju- i just never saw myself settling down with why them. would you say learning experience because like prior to that I'd it's never not like z world i mean <laughs> Uh, well, definitely they're not like that yeah. they're not yeah. singing all the fucking time they're not dancing all the time either yeah, finding yeah. a tree in the middle of the room yeah, yeah. In, in Dubai I met, I met a few of them in the UK I, I was still sort of discovering myself mm. so I, I think I mainly dealt with Nigerian babies and okay. while I was in the UK I never really dealt with with Actually, I did deal with some UK babes, but they were black as well. Ah, yeah, you've never, you've never gone white. I've actually, I've never, I never. You've never gone full white. Nah, I never. Ah, I never you fucking racist. And from again, is that thing that I said like I'm, I I'm attracted to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, at some point, I wanted to attribute that to oh, I grew up in Niger, mm. but then like I'm a product it's, of 
not your product of your environment or products of our environment but what i was even saying like there are people that there are men that grew up in Niger all their lives and never even stepped out never anything yep. but their whole fantasies is like or their, their mommy water light skin yeah their yeah. fixation the ideal woman in their life is a white woman that they have never seen yep yeah yep, yep so i don't know for me just natural that's also pushing all the issues that we're having nowadays with all these people going to get bleaching bleaching soaps, yeah. bleaching creams we have a lot of people that are watching like Korean shows, Indian shows, and then all they want to do at the end of the day is like kind of look like them, and then what do they do next? Mm. They go and start finding all these bleaching products. And sad to say, but then <laughs> a lot of them are coming from my 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 side, Philippines. Yeah, all the hell and huge, all that. Yeah, yeah, man, there's a huge market for <laughs> yeah, definitely for for all these injections also. Mm. And then that's what is messing a lot of people. There are some people who say that they will go and get all these injections, and then to just burn the layer of skin. Yeah. And then they are left with a huge scar for mm. the rest of, for their, the rest life. of their lives. Man. All in the aim of like probably looking better. Even if you say you're looking better for yourself, all right. Or you're looking better for that guy or something yeah. like that, but then, you know, there's all these detriments. Yeah, these but definitely, I mean, that's a whole different discussion as well. Man. Yeah, when man. we talk about like the situations that women face, yeah, in terms of beauty standards and things of that nature, you know, all Do the you think all guys the face any stand uh, any issues like that? Um, that's an interesting question. Because like me, but I've as a guy of of pot bellied nature, <laughs> I have come to realize, especially when I was in campo, because guy. I don't know if you saw me when uh, during that period, but then I was a lot bigger than I am now. I don't yeah. know how much I weigh now, but yeah. but then I know definitely I was bigger than I am mm. now. And like, but you've always been a bit big now. Yeah, you have that off. Yeah, but then compared to now. Compared to now, yeah, yeah, definitely. So yeah. a lot of, like I get approached mm. people thinking I'm evil. Okay. But then legit, some babes will just like they will just want to yarn and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. Mm. And I was like, ah, I didn't know that pop belly niggas get love like this too. <laughs> so like, what do you think? Does that does that um does that would I say classification of oh yeah this guy has abs he looks sharp he has yeah. a nice beard because now it's beard gang you grab yeah definitely people definitely. I think is pop belly gang um six pack gang is too hard for us so we're just sticking with beard gang. Now. And I think that's why a lot of ladies um, like me, you see I'm, I'm on still on the mission, I'm still on the mission. I'm getting what? there. Of of just full full body like full pack. Yeah, like not, not even packs, like but just full because I've been a skinny guy like damn near yeah. all my life. So yeah. like I'm trying to like build up a You bit see more. that's the other contrasting thing yeah. between us. Exactly. I've yeah. always been the big one. Yeah. yeah no, actually I was one. fat before I went before allies. Before allies. Yeah, yeah, but that's primary school. Everybody is Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, that's true. Sure. That's true Bengis, I'm sure it's a point because is one of our guys, man, skinny nigga. Yeah. So yeah, like so now, by being mixed race, by you think it gives you the opportunity to be racist? And because uh, me, I take advantage of it too. How? You know me, I like doing accents. Okay. Yeah, you like doing accents. And I always yeah, do yeah, Chinese, yeah, yeah, like yeah. because I'm like fam. I technically, technically, yeah. look at the books, look yeah. at the records. DNA is in you, so I'm part Asian, yeah. so you can't say I'm being racist yeah. to my own people. No, I get where, but that's a very funny question. I know. Like, <laughs> I've never actually like because classified like, myself as having a leeway to to be racist. I I think I do have a leeway yeah. because I can. I feel like I'm not. I'm not sure. And also, I want but to I don't be, think being racist is the word though. 
I don't think racist. It gives you the leeway to play on stereotypes. To play around on, exactly to play on stereotypes. But okay, not necessarily being racist. Yeah. Ah, nah, man, not entirely. Yeah, and not but, entirely. Well, the most there are some stereotypes like, that are more like deeper than others. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, like what all these people are doing, like fighting against Black Lives Matter and yeah. stuff like that. That is racist. Yeah. You going outright and saying, "I'm going to make these people's life difficult because they're of a different color," yeah. is racist. Fucking going to lynch people yeah. is racist. But then, like, also, what I wanted to talk about being politically correct as a mixed person. Yeah. Because, like, you find some jokes, like, that some comedians, they can pull it off, but, but then they are not they are not of the culture that they are making fun That's of. That's true. That's true. So, like, me, that I'm of the culture that you're trying to make fun of, yeah. why can't I just pull it off like that? That kind of thing. Like, if I want to do a Chinese accent, so motherfucking what, nigga? Like, <laughs> but you know the problem? The problem is that you recognize that for yourself. Yeah. But again, it goes back to the mixed issue, whereas no one else recognizes you as fully, yeah. you know, fully part of. For example, like, yeah, no. even though you say you have this, even though you have this Asian um, part, part yeah, of yeah. you in your blood, to an Asian, you'll never be completely Asian. Yeah, you'll never you know? be. Yeah. The same thing to Nigerians as well. You'll never be you'll completely never be Nigerian. Completely. So there are also certain stereotypes that the the um, full-born Nigerian can talk about and laugh about it. But there are some guys that will say, you know what, actually, guy, you can't talk about that because you're not full Nigerian. Yeah, I feel like I can't talk about yeah. everything because, first of all, first of all, before I even started knowing about guy, you're mixed or something, guy, yeah. As a child, yeah, you grow up. I saw my mom white. I saw my dad black. Yeah. Oh, God, you don't know anything about yeah. Philippines. I just know that, oh, yeah, my mom would tell me a few stories about when her dad was in the war. And I'm yeah. like, ah, which war? <laughs> and then you're like, oh, yeah, Philippines, blah, 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 for, with America, blah, 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 for Japan. What does Nigeria yeah. have to do with this it's shit? That, yeah. Me, can I join the army like grandpa did? And yeah, but you, you're joining Nigerian, Nigerian army. army yeah. What? I don't <laughs> understand. And then and I start to think, oh, shit, okay. But I have grown up here. Yeah. I want to come back here even when I'm a giant guy. Yeah. I don't have any like inkling of how it is to be a typical Filipino person mm. at all. I can't so speak. when when did you first go there? Yeah, I went there when was just three. Just three was the first time you went to first Philippines. First and only time. That's wow. why I said I am for wow. me I'm Nigerian. People see me yeah, as yeah, mixed. Yeah. You're definitely more Nigerian, Nigerian than me Nigerian. in terms of culture, like Culture-wise, you've definitely definitely assimilated the culture more than me. Yeah. Yeah. For example, the reason why I asked you is because I used to go to Ukraine right from... I used to go every year. Like, yeah, I remember you yeah. used to say. Even when we're in Elias now, there's yeah. some long holidays long that holidays, you go Yeah, back. I always used to go. Like, yeah. So I, I really um, developed a connection to that culture as well yeah. and that side of me as well. Um, but really, I consider myself to be a global citizen, if I'm being honest. Like, to be I, honest. The fact that I even appreciate that I don't necessarily belong anywhere because it gives me the opportunity to Yeah, go. for nobody and yeah, for everybody. Yeah, and for everybody at the same time. Like, it gives me the opportunity to go somewhere and not have this prejudice that, oh, you are, I, I am me and these guys are different and I don't have any, any business learning whatever they are. Yeah. You know, like everywhere I go, everybody I meet. Um, I, I feel you're all one. You have yeah, that feeling like, of you're all I'm one. very free to learn from them, and or very free to like immerse myself in their culture. I never feel like, you know, I am this and you are that, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. And how How was it like? Like, you know, as make being mixed, but sometimes it can be confusing yeah. identity wise. 
Of course. Like which one should I choose? Yeah. This I go to school, these people will fucking say I'm Oibo. Yeah. I'll come back home. These people will say be Nigerian. You're in Nigeria, my friend. Yeah. I go to their abroad by God's grace. And then them they tell me go back to your country, monkey. <laughs> which identity am I choosing? Have yeah. you ever had a situation whereby you have like different attributes for different like for me, but yeah. I would say subconsciously I started shifting my names. Mm. My name is uh, my listen. So you guys know me as Sally. Yeah. And I have Abba. Yeah. Sally is like my fucking. Now you yeah sunanka sunana Sally. Okay. Hey yo G, what's up man? How far how you yeah. been? Hey, my name is Abba. Mm. That's how I used to do. Okay. Sally is like, Arewa like yeah, more. Yeah. And then Abba is like yeah I'm at home. This is me. Close people, you guys are yeah. close. Like you guys have known me for ages, but yeah. you don't always use Abba. I use Abba. I barely use Abba. Yeah, maybe yeah. if you identify me if, like yeah. from outside or somebody. Yeah. yeah. But you have you ever had a situation like Anur, Anur? Oh, of course, definitely. Flex, they fucked up. Everyone fucks up my name. Yeah, no, like okay. everyone fucks up Anur, and it, and it annoys me because my name is four fucking letters. Like, <laughs> and mean, how, your name is Arabic, and it's Arabic as well. Like, how hard can it be? I mean, typically the. But have you had that situation of like you have had like, just like, not identity. knowing where to belong? Yeah, yeah, I had that situation, and I accepted that. You know what? Man's never really going to. When was when was it? Did, when uh, did you accept? I think, the, I think the acceptance happened more so. I'd say allies. Well. Yeah, definitely allies. Time now, I just accepted that man. Yeah. Like I am what I am, and and that's pretty much. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, but one thing that I can definitely say is I am very happy to be Nigerian. Like, I to to have grown up in Nigeria. Would you say you're a patriot? I am definitely a patriot. Yeah, I'm I feel like I'm a patriot. Yeah, I feel like I definitely say I'm a patriot, and and I say that because, um. When I began to really develop the ability, I would say probably within allies as well, the ability to analyze the nation for what it was, it always saddened me of the situation that we were going through. And I think... That it couldn't be better. That, that it could be better, of course, like when you see the level of poverty and you... Especially when, for us, luckily enough, I had the, ex- the opportunity to travel out of the country from yeah. very, very early on. And, yeah. I, and I got to see the world very early on. Yeah. And then I come back to Nigeria. And then... And, you know... It's 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 not evolving or it's not in the same position as these other countries are, mm. and you can tell that our culture or not necessarily culture but just our environment could be better. Yeah, yeah, and that makes me feel like a patriot because I am willing to be part of the people that make that change happen, and you know, depending on what capacity I'm in, depending on what um, situation or opportunity permits me to do that i just yeah. know that i want to be amongst the people to make something happen that make something happen here some type of positive yeah, thing. i feel i feel indebted to this yeah to this land regardless of what um how everything is yeah. happening what's perceived but you if you can play your own part yeah you try exactly, and play exactly. you try and do right exactly and even yeah. regardless of my sentiments with the whole mixed situation where you know there's there are certain nigerians that it's just one of those it's things. just one of those yeah, yeah. yeah. there's certain nigerians that will never really accept man and things like that like, i remember i had this conversation with um i think myself first of all but yeah. i had this conversation with like a couple of people as well and the question was would you ever be in politics mm. and i asked myself the question i said you know what ideally i would love to be in politics but but looking at how politics is operating here people vote off familiarity yeah now, if I'm to go to Borno and say that I want to be a governor yeah. or a senator... Let's say or, you want to just start with reps. Okay, let's... State reps. Yeah. Now, the first thing they're going to do is they're going to look at me and Who say... Who are you? 
no naturally because of the skin situation mm. and because maybe my facial features are not traditionally mm. what they are used to they're gonna first look at me and say okay this guy doesn't look like us so how does he can he talk like can, can he, he can we communicate exactly. with him so then i'm not my house is not the best as well exactly so technically speaking i can't communicate with them yeah as well enough in terms of the food situation as well, like even with that, you're more Nigerian than me in a mm. sense because you eat a lot of Niger food. Of course. Yeah, I whereas to, right? I don't mm. primarily. And so like there's so many things they're, that they're, I can't relate with them about. And because here, the Nigerian political system is just based off of how well can you connect to the people. It's, it's, I would say it's based... I don't want to use the word or the term tribalistic. Yeah. I would rather use... I don't know if I'm going to start using this phrase, but then I would rather say like Nigerian political system is highly based on your geographic yeah. demography. Like if you are if you are a group of people, if you are a tribe mm. basically. But I don't want to use that tribe. Yeah, I understand then, where yeah. you're coming from. But what what I was saying as well, just to round up, is because I don't have anything familiar with them really, no matter what my ideas are, or no matter how well my vision is mm. or how well my intentions are because i have that barrier of identification and familiarity yeah, yeah just because i have that that barrier of, of being one with them yeah because they would never actually really see me or ever see me as one of them i'm always some type of outsider yeah i don't think i'll ever have a possibility, a possibility. of being uh, of being a, a political yeah. figure in Borno at least yeah on a presidential level maybe that'll be different yeah because now the whole nation is involved and probably the perspectives are much larger. And yeah. That would be a, a different situation. You don't know. They can say, oh, yeah, you could be good in terms of foreign affairs aspect. Yeah. Or no. whatnot. But then, anyhow. Yeah. Well, with all this being said, Shaj, I want to, I want to bring, I want to bring the episode to a, to a nice yeah. round off. But we were talking about something about um, being a patriot and doing right by yourself and, you know, doing something, standing up for yourself in terms of However, you can as an individual, yeah. and then trying to make a change. I think, I think it's something that I'd be interested in carrying on for a next episode. Yeah, and, definitely. And definitely. For if possible, other other listeners want to have a go at it, have a have a listen to what's our views, and if we can yeah. get another another guest on, that would be also good. Yeah, but definitely. Then, yeah. And one thing that I, I can also say, just to round off the, the mixed um, situation also, yeah. is that um, no matter how much um, backlash, or not even backlash, but no matter how much people may say that, or may believe that I'm not fully Nigerian or yeah. anything of that nature, like, for me, how do you I feel believe that? I am, and yeah. that's it, man. Like, exactly. Yeah, like, so I, regardless of how many um, no's I get in terms of... Yeah, non-Nigerian. Um, just in terms of if I want to do something for Nigeria and they yeah. say I'm non-Nigerian, like, I'll, never, I'll never feel like you guys can stop me from doing yeah. something for Nigeria. Like Because last, last, if yeah. it was turned out to be good, you would probably say, oh yeah, he's one of us. Uh, definitely people claim you when you're successful yeah. yeah there's something i saw like when you're trying it out is be- barely anyone is there but then when you've done it the people that say congrats are a lot <laughs> exactly man exactly but yeah man but I that's guess. we'll discuss that as you said and the more yeah we can at least now we know 
would like to yeah. like to shed more light on yeah but just to to round off now officially yeah so as a listener if you're listening mm. definitely these are the type of topics we get into personal topics we talk about society we talk about our upbringing we talk about our friends uh, i mean this podcast is really a is very it? encompassing platform we cast a wide net yeah we, on we, various topics yeah we strive to go about um or we strive to touch every topic really yeah and i believe that you know again it's important to talk about everything mm-hmm. so this is what word on the street is about and definitely you should look forward to more of this and we hope you enjoyed listening to us yeah yeah so again thanks for listening to word on the street i am Saleh, and with me is i'm anur thank you very much jobless <laughs> I say jobless. Of course, now you have to say God bless. <laughs>